Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight. We've got another episode of Boxing News Headlines, courtesy of our friends over at Boxing247.com across the pond. And uh, before we get into the actual news of the day, I was just uh, going through some of the, the headlines in the world of the heavyweight division. And uh, I can't believe, uh, uh, shall we say, the chatter that goes back and forth among uh, the boxers and the promoters. Some of the things that, that, that sprung out of me today while going through just the headlines, not reading all these stories, although I did take the time to read several of them because they're just so entertaining. Anyway, um, what got me down this path was the fact that uh, uh, Tony Yoka has accepted an, uh, the, the IBF eliminator uh, about against Philip uh, Hrugovic. Okay, so I read that and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what's happening in the heavy, because we on Talking Fight are always discussing uh, unclogging that heavyweight division. So it led me down this path of uh, having a quick look around and seeing what was going on. Let me just relate to you some of the, some of the things I noticed. Uh, Derek Chisora, for example, says he can beat Deontay Wilder, and then adding uh, Andy and Joshua will beat uh, Alexander Usyk, and then defeat uh, Tyson Fury as well. Let, let's go through a few of these these headlines because they're absolutely hilarious. Oh, this is in addition uh, to what Larry Holmes had to say the other day uh, about both Tyson Fury and uh, Andy Joshua and their boxing ability. And uh, in, in encapsulating it, Larry Holmes basically says, today's heavyweights just don't have the same skills as the heavyweights of the days gone by. So amongst those comments, then, uh, it led me to, um, you know, these other, these other interesting uh, these articles. And let me start you off with something that Eddie Hearn said. Eddie Hearn, who, who I respect as someone who is challenging uh, in seemingly an honest way, uh, the world of boxing and how it's structured. Anyway, Eddie Hearn, promoter for two, for former two-time heavyweight champion, Anti Joshua, expects his boxer to reveal a new trainer in the next few weeks. Last September, former cruiserweight king Alexander Usyk outboxed Joshua over 12 rounds to capture the WBA, IBF, IBO world titles. A rematch clause was exercised by Joshua, and the second contest is targeted to take place uh, sometime in April. Okay. Following that loss, uh, as we all know, Andy Joshua fired his trainer and traveled to the United States and was even spotted uh, sparring with uh, Floyd Mayweather and uh, also traveled to Dubai uh, working out with even uh, other trainers. <laughs> but the point is, is, is that, you know, getting so close to a fight, he's still debating who to train with. Uh, not that there's any shortage of trainers, uh, but it's obviously a big concern for him to, to, to win that fight against Usyk. Having said that, and speaking of the heavyweights, and speaking of uh, who's on top right now, and that would be Tyson Fury, uh, Dillian White uh, says this story written by uh, Scott uh, Guilfoyd. Dillian White could lose out if he fails to act quickly to set up a fight with WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury for March 26. If White loses his chance, oh well. It would just be another example of him fumbling an opportunity. At 33, White is getting old, and he's not going to, to keep getting 
uh, these chances for him to flush down the toilet with his decision-making. White's promoter, Eddie Hearn, has sounded defiant, insisting on continuing his push for a bigger split than the 80-20 that the WBC recently determined. So, sports fans, that's what it's all about. Money. Anyway, the article continues. It's believed that Earn is looking for a split in the 60-40 or 75-35 region, which would be a massive payday for White, who's 28-2 with 19 knockouts. However, this author continues, if you go by the purses White and Fury made in their last fights, the split should be 85-15, which would be the most accurate rather than 80-20, which is what has been determined already. However, it's something that Eddie Hearn is arguing against. White's purse, by the way, for his rematch with the post-COVID-19 Alexander Povetkin last March was $300,000. Last October, Fury's purse for his trilogy match against Deontay Wilder was $20 million. So there you go, sports fans, a little bit of information about uh, the heavyweights. But anyway, let me get back to what Derek Chisora said. Now, he said... Uh, he's backing Anthony Joshua to beat Alexander Usyk and Tyson Fury. But if you have a look at uh, some of the, the, the Twitter feeds have gone around and some of the other Instagram posts, you might have noticed uh, what Tyson Fury's been up to. And he's been putting on a bit of weight, it would seem, unless these are old photos that I happen to be noticing. Anyway, British heavyweight veteran Derek Chisora, who's 32 and 12 with 23 knockouts, backs his fellow countryman, Anthony Joshua, to dominate the heavyweight landscape. Chisora lost to Joseph Parker for a second time last December, but vows to fight on with growing talk of his next opponent, potentially being WBC heavyweight title, uh, former heavyweight, WBC heavyweight ruler Deontay Wilder, with both boxers coming off back-to-back -back losses. Now, I have said before, Deontay Wilder suffered a major concussion in that last fight against Tyson Fury, and is in no shape whatsoever to enter the ring. And I hope he bows out respectfully uh, as a fighter. But anyway, if he goes up against Derek Chisora, which wouldn't make a hill of beans a difference for anyone in the world, uh, especially Tyson Fury. But as we see, someone else had something else to say about Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, easier than Alexander Usyk, says Robert Hellenius, who is close to world title fight. I would not Fury out, screams the headline. I would knock Tyson Fury out. He is an easier style for me than Alexander Usyk, for sure, says Robert Hellenius, who's demanding to be instated as a WBA mandatory challenger to the heavyweight title. I mean, this stuff goes on. I haven't even hit the news today, by the way. I'm just recapping some of the fantastic headlines in the heavyweight division. But to, just to encapsulate uh, the heavyweights, here's the headline. Tyson Fury trolls Anthony Joshua by claiming he had 14 pints of beer before sparring. Fury has once again mocked Joshua, this time joking that he can drink copious amounts of alcohol and perform at the same level as his rival with a strict diet plan. Again, going back to the pictures of Tyson Fury uh, being rather overweight, it would seem, yet being the heavyweight champion. Uh, let me let me let me end it there because this stuff goes on. Let me get on with the news of today. Uh, coming up in, in an upcoming fight, we see Ayuba Salimu is going to face Sadie Abdallah. Sadie uh, for the uh, UBO international title on January 30th. On January 30th, Tanzanian compatriots Ayuba Salimu and Sadie 
Abdallah Saidi will square off in what is a big opportunity to make a name for themselves. After only four professional outings each, they will fight for the vacant UBO International Super Featherweight title. The 10-round fight will headline a show promoted by Manzoa Boxing Promotions at Moheza Stadium in the town of uh, Moheza in Tanzania's Tanga region. So that's some great news out of Africa where we're starting to see an awful lot of uh, great boxers come up. Um, over in England, we see that the uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, going head-to-head against Liam Williams has been confirmed for the Motor Point Arena in Cardiff, Wales uh, for February 5th. Uh, and, and that's because of the government uh, allowing indoor sports events to uh, resume once again. So boxers please announce a long-awaited showdown between bitter rivals Chris Eubank Jr., who's 31-2 and two, with 23 knockouts, and Leanne Williams, who's 23-3-1 with 18 knockouts, uh, and being presented in Associated Wasserman Boxing, will take place, as I said, in Cardiff on February 5th. Um, and, and it also features what they're saying is an electrifying undercard packed with world champions. All action contests and champions of the future will set the stage for a clash, which will bring a years-long war of words to an explosive conclusion and determine which boxer is the UK's number one middleweight. So, I mean, this doesn't just go on in the heavyweight. The uh, the clash of words, as they say, goes on <laughs> in the middleweight division as well, apparently. Uh, also on that card, by the way, two-time Olympic gold medalist Clarissa Shields, who's 11-0 with two knockouts, makes her, makes her UK debut uh, as chief supporter of the main event, defending her WBA, WBC, and IBF World Mid- Middleweight Championships against undefeated WBF World Middleweight Champion Emma Kozin, which I reported on yesterday, uh, who is 21-0-1 with 11 knockouts. Also... Uh, following a stellar amateur career in which she became World Youth Olympic Champion and won the European Youth Championships in astonishing four times, uh, 21-year-old prospect Caroline Dubois follows her older brother Daniel into the professional ranks and aims to make her mark. Uh, for more information regarding that particular card, because this is a rather extensive article, please go to the Boxing247.com website and uh, enjoy that read. Elsewhere, we see that MTK Global is set to host an action-packed event in Bolton in the United Kingdom on February 18th. Uh, and this will feature uh, Liam Taylor, who's 24-2-1 and with 11 knockouts. Uh, and he'll return to the bill with former uh, British Commonwealth European title challenger looking to kick off the year in style with his gym mate Jack Rafferty, who's 17-0 and with nine knockouts. Uh, who's back too, following four wins in three months to close, close out 2021. Elsewhere uh, on that card, we see Mike McGoldrick, who's 7-1 with two knockouts, making his long way to come back. And uh, rising star Lerone Harrison is 2-0, aims to extend his unbeaten record. Uh, again, there's lots of other fighters uh, and some making their debuts, such as Luke Caffrey, Adam Carberry, Taylor Finch, and Barney Stokes. Looks to be a great event. And congratulations to MTK Global putting that together in such short notice, given the COVID restrictions that have just recently been lifted. I mentioned Caroline Dubois earlier, while her brother, uh, Daniel Dubois, had some comments to make with respect to the heavyweights, who I was talking about earlier. And uh, this comes under the headline of Daniel Dubois assesses the heavyweight landscape. So I'm going to end off today's episode with his comments. 
Daniel Dubois assessed the heavyweight landscape and concluded that he is destined to become the leading man of the division when his time comes. The 24-year-old is ranked at number one by the WBA and a shot at the champion Trevor Bryan is set to be called by the governing body. The WBA, of course, also have a super champion via unification, which is currently Alexander Usyk, who is awaiting a rematch with the vanquished Anthony Joshua. Dubois defeating Bryan would ultimately see him put forward to face the Usyk Joshua winner, or perhaps an undisputed champion if the belts come together. Dubois acknowledges there's a lot to play for before any such mystic matchmaking becomes a reality. He says, let's see in the next couple of fights and where it goes. I want to take one fight at a time. I want to be up there at the top level fighting the best, winning a world title and holding on to it for a long time. That is my aim and it is all I can say. So there you go, sports fans. That's all the news today. Thank you for uh, joining me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to let you know when I'm coming up next. And I'll see you later this afternoon at 4 p.m. to join Mike Gort 4 on Knuckle Up. And then seeing it's Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the Friday night panel. Thank you, and we'll see you again later.